This is Trad Lore, a traditional archery and barebow podcast with me, Jimmy Halpenny. Well, hello, this is Jimmy, and it's been a little while since I've done a podcast. For me, a little while really is anything longer than a week. Um, I don't like to go longer than a week without you all hearing my wonderful voice. Uh, Just kidding. But uh, I've taken a little bit of time off archery and getting back into it a little bit. I, I hurt my arm doing some lawn care, and it really just wasn't comfortable to shoot. Um, I tried off and on, but was really feeling pain. Um, and then over the past couple of days, I've been getting back into it a little bit, building my arrow count back up. Um, I can say that I've probably never shot worse. Um, I normally don't take breaks like this, but, uh, I'm, I'm getting back to it. it it's starting to get better again. Um, during this time off, you know, it gave me some time to think about some things, um, some time to plan some things. And that's really what I want to talk about um, is, you know, what you should be doing when you're not shooting. Um, and as well, you know, traditional archery in the summertime in general, what are some things that we can do to stay fresh? Before I get into that, though, Um, while taking this time off, it didn't mean I wasn't, you know, learning about traditional archery or I wasn't on social media, you know, reading on Facebook groups and all of that. Um, and there was really a few things that kind of struck me. Um, you know, maybe this isn't a popular thing to say, or maybe it's not popular to call people out on this, but, but there are some things I want to call people out on. Um, and this specifically goes with social media. Um, the, the first thing I want to mention is uh, when people post the How's My Form um, posts on Facebook. I love those a lot. I think self-filming is good. It's, it's nice to be able to see how you're shooting. And if you are less experienced and don't know what to look for, it is good to post that on social media or, you know, whatever it may be to get some feedback. Um, I love those posts. You know, if I don't have something to say, I, you know, I, I keep things to myself. Um, I recommend people to keep posting that stuff. I know back when I shot um, Compound, I was on the Archery Talk forum. I don't know if that's still a thing or not, but people would post the How's My Form posts and they would immediately get, you know, a hundred comments about how they were tired of, you know, seeing that on the forums. That's, you know, not everybody has access to a a good coach. Um, Not everybody has money for a coach. So I I don't see an issue with it. You know, people want to get bent out of shape. Um, But that's not really my issue with these um, posts. Uh, My issue is when somebody posts, you know, a how's my form post or you know, they're, they're asking a general question. You have people that very strongly believe that the products that they shoot are the best. Um, you know, whether it be a tab, uh, arrows, a bow, and almost all of these posts, 
are never asking for what equipment do I need to buy, and somebody always has to plug um, almost like a sponsorship um, into that Facebook post. Now, I get it. I mean, I'm not calling out any specific brands here whatsoever, Um, but, you know, I would get it if somebody posted something about arrows, you know, what's your favorite arrow, and somebody gets on there and they, they say what their favorite arrow is. But if somebody's asking how their bow arm looks, you you know, you should definitely refrain from saying, well, your bow arm would look better if you were shooting such and such arrow, or your bow arm would look better, your form would look better if you had this tab or you had this bow. And it's not that people are flooding the comments with these comments, but almost every post has something, um, a product plug in it. I mean, I don't have any sponsorships. Hey, if you want to sponsor me, Nike, um, anybody, get on it. Just kidding. Um, But, you know, most of these are just people promoting products, and there are better ways to promote products. You know, promote products through your own videos, through your own posts. Um, No need to spam people to build a brand. And and the crazy thing about it is, is it's not the owners of these companies that are spamming people. Um, it, it's, it's the users. I mean, I, I get it. We all feel very proud of the equipment that we have and we shoot. You know, I could recommend to anybody to go get, you know, a DOS 17 with some DOS limbs and it'll shoot great. Um, but if somebody's not looking for that recommendation, I'm not going to do so. And also, I don't have a lot of um, experience with other equipment to do so. Um, I don't know what is the best. Um, I do know that the DOS bow that I have uh, performs way better than the bow that I had before it. Um, it's more comfortable to shoot, and it's quieter than any recurve that I have ever heard. Um, so that's my recommendation, but you probably weren't asking for my recommendation. Um, like none of these people are asking for your recommendation. So, uh, you know, maybe keep those comments to yourself or like I said, make a separate review post for them. Um, that would be perfectly fine, I think. And even though some of the Facebook groups might look at that as, you know, a marketing post and take it down and kick you out and, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, doesn't matter. The other thing um, that I I see a lot of are, and I don't even know how to phrase this because I don't want to offend anybody. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about, we'll kind of talk about it from a different point of view, um, which is snap shooting. You know, snap shooting is the act of pulling the bow back and letting go of the arrow um, in a very quick fashion, you know, not holding anchor. And I I see a lot of videos of people doing this online, and there are good snap shooters out there, and there are bad snap shooters out there. The majority of snap shooters I see are um, not doing very well. And because this podcast is aimed towards beginners, um, I just want to say I don't really think it's something you should start with or something you should immediately strive for. Um, 
a majority of the good snap shooters I see, um, you know, they are hitting their anchor. They are doing it in a very methodical way. Most of the post you see is a guy with a 30-inch draw length pulling a bow back to 25 inches, and he's not able to hold a, you know, a basketball-sized group at five yards. And normally these people are also the ones making comments on posts with the how's my form and, um, you know, they're, they're, they're not shooting with form. Um, so, you know, to the beginner, I just want to say, you know, definitely work on form and not so much on how quickly you can shoot. When I first tried traditional archery, um, I thought it would be cool to be an instinctive snap shooter. And I mean, that's what I saw Fred Bear do, and it immediately caused a bunch of bad habits, and I ended up quitting it. Um, I ended up quitting traditional archery the first time after just a few weeks of shooting, and I couldn't hold a basketball-sized group at five yards. I couldn't even hit a target at five yards, let's be honest. Um, so, you know... If you are filming these videos and you're posting them and you're not coming to anchor, you're not hitting what you're aiming at, you know, maybe steer away from giving newcomers advice. Um, you know, give, if you're accurate with it and you come to anchor and you do things the right way, um, you know, at that point in time, it, you know, if somebody's asking specifically about snap shooting, it, maybe you are um, qualified to give advice on it. Um, me personally, I mean, there's things that I do that I would never tell anybody else to do. And I, I feel like we should all look at it that way. Our way is not necessarily the right way. Our way is not necessarily the best way. There's a thousand good ways to do something and a thousand bad ways to do something when it comes to tradition to traditional archery. So just keep that in mind. Don't give bad advice. Um, that's all I'm asking. Always be encouraging of people, no matter, you know, how poor their form is. Um, don't put them down. And uh, I, I think that we can continue to grow as a community and make each other better. Um, that's what's important. We want to make each other better. We want to be, you know, more competitive um, in the competitive Double use the word competitive there, but in the competitive uh, archery world, and we also need, you know, to be better hunters, better shots. You know, we don't need people wounding animals. Um, not to say you should fear wounding an animal and not hunt with a trad bow, but the better you get, the easier it will be. So going back um, now, you know what? What should us traditional archers be doing in the summertime. Um, so I think this is something for, you know, the competitive field and the um, hunting field with the single string. Um, but find local shoots. Um, you know, if you're not a hunter and you're not okay with shooting 3D animals, um, go find some field rounds. If you're okay with 3D, go shoot 3D. I mean, as a bare bow archer, I'm shooting as much 3D as I can. We don't have a lot of shoots, but we do have ranges that are open up. Um, if, you know, you pay a fee and you can go shoot a 3D range. Uh, any traditional archer can do that. 
And any traditional archer can improve their hunting skills with that as well. Um, if you don't have anybody to shoot with, go by yourself or, you know, get some buddies. It's also a good thing as well to, you know, shoot with. If, if you have friends that shoot compound and not traditional archery, you know, go with them to a 3D range or a field course or whatever it may be. Uh, you know, you want to shoot every day. And sometimes shooting in the backyard is a lot easier than shooting anywhere else. Um, I, I know even if I go to shoot 3D somewhere else and it's just me by myself, I'm not shooting as well as I am in my backyard. Um, so something to think about, you know, if it's not in a competitive manner, you know, you can bring a rangefinder with you if you like to hunt with a rangefinder and you need it. Um, you can also use the rangefinder to check your guest yardages, which is what I do in case I go hunting and I forget my rangefinder. It also tells me how far off my guesses are. That's the way that I prefer to do it. Um, but go out and shoot, have fun with it, you know, once a week, twice a week, once every other week, it doesn't matter. Um, another thing that I participate in, participated in some, um, before I hurt myself was some of those cold shot challenges that they are doing on Instagram. Those were fun. I do think that they personally put me in a little bit of a bind because I spent time, you know, making sure everything was set up and I was at the complete yardage and I take that shot, um, that single shot. And then after I recorded and posted, I might've shot three or four more arrows, um, you know, until the evening time. So I wasn't getting in as many arrows, but that is personally, um, that's on me. Um, I should have had the willpower to keep shooting. Um, but they were great. I'll, you know, hopefully maybe do some more, um, it was also nice because I'd been shooting my bear bow mostly and I got out my hunting bow and discovered some things about that, uh, which I'll, something else I kind of want to dive on here in a moment. Uh, another thing, and this goes specifically for hunters, um, but this is the time of the year where you really want to start thinking about hunting season. I mean, we're getting into summer hunting season, deer season is right around the corner. You know, some of you have year round hunting. Um, but if you're primarily, uh, you know, a big game hunter, you don't have year-round hog hunting, um, now's the time to really start thinking, start scouting, think about, you know, what you want to do. Um, I um, have mentioned before that um, I do not hunt out of a tree stand. So I have always hunted out of a ground blind. There's been a few times I've tucked behind some trees um, or whatnot, and I have had some success in the past, not with a trad bow, but with a compound, you know, hunting on the ground, um, not in a blind. But, you know, you really want to think, you know, go scout, find the right place to hang a stand or set up a blind. Um, I'd like to do a podcast um, a little bit more about ground blind tactics. Um, so I'm going to do that in the future because that's something that I'm very comfortable with and would like to share because not everybody wants to shoot out of a tree stand. Now a ground blind for me is more of a um, private land thing. Um, so one thing that I'm doing this year is I want to do some more public land hunting 
Um, I'm going to purchase, you know, the ghillie suit or leafy suit, um, which will allow me to um, hunt on the ground. And even though it might not hide me any better than my traditional clothing, um, you know, camo, plaid, whatever it may be does, it'll give me a better peace of mind. Uh, another thing with, you know, prepping for the hunting season is if you are someone that start that shoots multiple bows, start picking your setup now. Um, if you're somebody that likes to change arrows, likes to change broadheads, start picking what you're going to hunt with now. There's nothing worse than getting a few days away from deer season and not having everything together. Right now is the time to do it. Um, I've personally started going through this, um, and I'll, I'll tell you, last year, um, I shot the DOS, I shot it off the shelf, and I shot gold tip um, XT hunters with some weight added to the front end and a 150 grain point, 340 spine, full length, and that worked out well for me last year. When I started doing these cold shot challenges, what I learned is that as my form progressed over the winter time, those arrows were not flying as straight as they once were. Um, I'm actually, I've moved into a bit of a weaker spine due to a cleaner release, which for me, you know, a 340, I can just add more weight up front. Um, but I also have lost um, due to shooting at squirrels and everything else. I, I've lost most of my arrows. I think I'm down to four arrows for my hunting setup. So right now for me, um, it is figuring out what arrows um, I want to shoot next season. As well, um, I do want to give a springy rest um, with that push AccuTune a try. Um, I kind of you know, this is my, and I don't have a wooden recurve anymore, um, but this is kind of my modern trad setup, and I, I want to make it modern trad. You know, let's put that springy rest on there. Um, gives me a little more tuning ability, and I'm thinking I'm wanting to try um, some 204 diameter arrows. Always love them um, with compound bow. I felt like they, you know, Recovered well, um, good pass through, wind resistance. Um, I'm also going to try some shorter trad veins this year. I think last year I shot the four inch. Um, I want to go down the next size and shoot, try it out with the four fletch. Um, so really, you know, starting to dial that in. I really like the looks of those uh, autumn orange XX75s that Three Rivers has out. Um, and I might end up buying some up, but I, you know, I feel like if I shoot those, um, I'd want it to be with a wooden bow of some sort or a long bow just to fully kind of match that, which in the future, you know, I might end up with a wooden bow. I'm not 100% locked into always doing this modern trad thing. Um, and at that point in time, I might shoot those. So I might need to buy them out up now um, in case they ever quit making them or they sell out. But as of now, um, I'm, I'm going to stick with carbons. I mean, they hold up. They fly well. They're easy to tune. Not that aluminum's not easy to tune. Um, so we'll see how that goes this year. We'll see how the springy rest goes. 
I might even try a different tab for hunting season this year. Um, I've been shooting the Yoast tab since I started. Um, and I don't know. I just like to try different stuff. You know, I might get a strap on quiver right now. I've got an Alpine quiver that holds three arrows. It'd be nice to have a five or six arrow quiver so that I can, uh, you know, put some extra field point or judo points in there. We'll see. We'll see where this year brings us. Another thing, you know, I'm going to need to get a new blind. Uh, last year I used my standard blind, which uh, was a Baronet Ox 4. I shoot my bow vertically. Um, I don't shoot with a cant. So I did have to put it um, up on some stilts that I made, some four-inch stilts to get full clearance. And um, unfortunately, snow and rain did some damage to that blind. I'd had it for five or six years. Um, so I'm going to go with the, the Baronet Big Mike this year. Uh, for any of you guys that like to shoot a, a trad bow vertically, the Big Mike is definitely the way to go. Um, I know when I shot a compound, um, I could comfortably stand and shoot my bow out of that. And I actually harvested quite a few deer that way. Um, so if I could stand with a compound, I could more than comfortably sit with, you know, probably even a 66-inch, um, you know, longbow or recurve, um, which I'm only shooting 60. But that extra height is definitely nice, gives you room to, to stretch out your legs. If anybody has recommendations on a leafy suit or a ghillie suit um, as well, I'll take those. Um, I'm going to really start... Um, hitting the scouting harder, you know, really planning where I'm going to set stuff up at. Um, I've done a little bit of scouting throughout the year, but uh, I want to take it to the next level a little bit. Uh, as well, um, you know, on top of, you know, planning what you want, it's, it's a good time if you're not only a hunter, but also you shoot 3D and you do so with a bare bow. Now's probably a good time to get out your uh, hunting bow and take some shots with it. Because if you're like me, um, you, you're probably shooting a different draw weight on your hunting bow than you are your competition bow. Um, so for me, I'm hunting with 45 pounds. I'm shooting 34 to 35 um, on the bear bow rig. And it's a big difference. Now, one thing that I have learned um, going back and forth between the two is that, you know, shooting the lower poundage definitely makes me better with the higher poundage bow in the long run. However, shooting the higher poundage bow does not necessarily make me better with the 34 pound bow. Um, I get a much cleaner release off of my hunting bow than I do my competition bow. Um, it's actually kind of led me to wanting, um, you know, higher poundage, you know, maybe push 38, 40 um, on the competition bow um, just so that I can get that cleaner release. I notice if I shoot my DOS a lot, um, my fingers tend to hang up a lot um, on the, you know, 34 pound limbs. I was going to get some heavier limbs. Um, getting heavier limbs also means, unfortunately, new arrows, because I am right at the edge of that, um, uh, tune, uh, the window of tune there, 
And for this year, I'm not really wanting to get new limbs and new arrows. I'm still trying to decide what I want to do in the future because I am planning on getting, you know, a new competition set up. Um, maybe even to maybe something geared towards 3D and something geared towards indoor. When I started this, I fell in love with Barebow the moment I started. But I also started with, you know, very low price gear and just to see how I liked it. So I think it's getting close to time for an upgrade. I just don't know which direction I want to go in yet with that. Um, on top of that, you know, I mentioned this a little bit, but really now's a good time to start thinking um, about how you want to set up, you know, start planning. Um, just do a lot of planning. Take this time to really work on your form. Uh, one thing that I do a lot, and you can see this on my Instagram some, I don't post everything. I only post the good stuff, um, except those one-shot challenges. Those are legit one-shots. Um, but you know, video yourself. Um, I just have a makeshift uh, phone stand that I video myself off of. And, you know, take note of what where each arrow goes or what each arrow does, how each shot feels, and go back on the video and see what it looked like. Another thing that I do is I will shoot three fletched arrows followed by three bear shafts. A bear shaft is going to amplify your mistakes. Um, so it, for me, it, it forces me to be more mentally prepared. For others, it might just help show them that there is a mistake somewhere. I've gotten kind of to the point where I end up shooting my bear shafts better than my fletch shafts because I'm preparing, you know, for a mistake. Um, I, I, or I should say I'm, I'm avoiding that mistake at all costs because I have a bear shaft and don't want to ruin an arrow. Um, but I think it's a good thing to do because it, you know, it also puts a little bit of stress on you. You know, you want to hold that good group at 20, 30 yards um, and letting go of that bear shaft the wrong way is going to send it flying. Um, so, you know, just something to think about, you know, continue to work on drills, watch the videos of yourself and share the videos of yourself, you know, listen to what people have to say, um, whether it be good or bad. I mean, I post something, I'll have people message me or comment, and a lot of times they'll find flaws that I didn't even notice. And some people are idiots and they'll, they'll post things that make no sense whatsoever. Um, and I, you know... Most people, though, are giving honest feedback, and it's it's good. Um, so if you see one of my videos and you want to call me out on something, go for it. I would be more than happy for you to do so. Um, but really, I mean, that's all I've got about this summer prep. Get out and shoot. Um, go do a 3D shoot. Go shoot on the weekends. You know, share some videos. Start prepping for hunting season. Figure out what you're going to shoot. Um, and reach out to me, you know, hit me up with some questions. I'd like to, you know, maybe answer some questions, um, on a podcast. Uh, I'll get a collection of those going. Uh, you can DM me on Instagram. It is tradlore underscore archery. Uh, my email address is jimmyhalpenny at iCloud.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-H-A-L-P-E-N-N-Y 
at iCloud.com. Um, and also, if you'd like to be included on one of these podcasts, I'd be more than happy to sit down with you. Um, you know, reach out to me. Um, you know, we can do it interview style or we can just kind of shoot the crap, you know, talk, talk about traditional archery and our feelings. That's fine as well. Um, I had a few people lined up, um, have not got to schedule anything with them yet. Um, but I, am more than happy, you know, let's, let's get the word out there. Um, for any new archers listening to this, you know, I'd like to interview some more new archers. So reach out to me. I don't want to bug people. Uh, I'm trying not to reach out to people. I would rather them reach out to me. Um, But if I have to go that route to keep this podcast going and, you know, getting good information out to people, I I will do so. Right now, I'm not really at a point where I have to do that. But, you know, I want to keep this alive. Uh, I want this to be a good resource for people or, you know, just something that people can fall asleep to at night. Um, Like I said before, that's how I fall asleep is listening to archery podcasts. Um, so most times it takes me four or five nights to finish one, but I, I do listen to all of them. And you should listen to other um, art, traditional archery podcasters as, as well. I've yet to hear any that I don't like. Um, they all seem to be good guys. I don't talk to all of them, um, but they're they're all a wealth of knowledge. Um, so, you know, reach out to me and we'll get something happening. Um other than that, I don't really have anything else uh, to talk about today. So I do want to wish you all the best rest of your day that you can have and uh, get some music to play us out now. Thank you.